episode three of the Sweat Today podcast. We took a week hiatus. Our apologies. Speaking for you too, Danny, I know we wanted to get on, but, uh, you know, life happens. So here we are, episode three, nonetheless. How how we feeling? I know you wanted to start with some some words of encouragement, words of affirmations. The floor is yours. Yeah, man, I, uh, I just wanted to start. And uh, yeah, first of all, echo everything you said. We would have loved to be here a few days ago and put a little bit of content in your ears earlier than we wanted, but here we are nonetheless. And I, I hope you're grateful regardless. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to start on, unfortunately, a little bit of a somber note. Um, somebody very close to me, somebody that I would consider family and somebody that has been there for me since I was very, very young and uh, very, very innocent, very, very naive. Um, and he taught me a lot about life and this journey. Um, he passed away yesterday and it was, um, one of the hardest days, coldest, longest days I've had in a really, really, really long time. Um, and I won't get into specifics on who it is here. If you, uh, if you listen and you want to know, then uh, please shoot me a, a message personally and we can talk about it. Um, but it just kind of put things in perspective. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, Donnie, I think you and I, and a lot of our listeners here that are ingesting this podcast are very forward thinking career driven, ambitious, motivated people. Um, and I think that's an absolutely beautiful thing. I think that's the reason why I think we and all of our listeners will be successful in whatever avenue they go down. Um, but because of that, sometimes you forget about the now, you forget about the present, you forget about the past and where you started and how much growth you've had and who is there for you along the way and, and keeping them close throughout your journey. Um, so I kind of just wanted to remind everybody listening that time and life are very precious. Um, it's short and you can't predict when your final day or somebody very close to you's final day will come. So take the time you can every day to grab the people that are close to you and hug them and love on them and tell the people that are far away that you're close with and that you're not close with and that you want to, you know, somebody you're not close with and you want to reconcile, take the time, man, don't wait. Don't let your ego get in the way of something that's way more important. Um, so I just kind of wanted to start with that. Just a little bit of a reminder for everybody. Never want to start on a somber note, but wanted to get that out there because I think it's a message that we all kind of need to be reminded of every now and again. Well, I appreciate it. And obviously, I'm not one to take loss like that uh, lightly. Obviously, prayers are, are, are needed in this time. Um you know, it's never easy and it kind of always leaves me at a loss for words. You know, I think it, you know, we talked about this offline. It kind of makes you just slow down and makes you think about a lot of things. But um, it is comforting to know that what you and I, I believe that you do this and I obviously do this as well. What you go back to when you slow down and think is to reach out to those that you love, reach out to those that, you know, have made an impact on you and you don't have to apologize for for starting on a somber note because life is somber. You know, life can sometimes be really low, but in the same breath, life can be great. And the way that we're talking about, you know, people that mean a lot to us right now, in a way, it's a perfect segue because episode three is core motivations um, and some powerful words and advice that we've gotten from others on what we have um, called this fitness journey. So I want to kind of just jump in and let you know you know, th this is a really cool episode for me. And it kind of came to me today when I was at work um, as an idea only because I think we really, we embody, I think the the phrase of your product of your environment. 
And I believe that you and I, you know, consciously surround ourselves with people who are humble, uh, don't have big egos, but are able to, you know, lift each other up. And again, it might not be people that we talk to every single day, but, you know, we've got that relationship. We've got that kind of bond that, you know, is there. And it's, it's almost just, you know, people cheering you on from afar. Um, but in also in the same breath, I know I kind of keep going on a tangent, but I want to stop after this and give you a chance to fire back. You know, my biggest motivator is obviously friends and obviously family, but the voice inside my head is number one. Um, and that may sound egotistical, but let me explain. It's sometimes very hard to listen to. Um, there are many days where I wake up at 630 and I'm like, please do not get me out of this bed. Like I will sacrifice a lot to just lay my head on my pillow right now. Um, but it really is the only true voice, um, that dictates it all where you hear, where you go off of, uh, I'm curious to hear what you say, because I know that you're very, obviously you're a very motivated person, but when it comes to the voice inside your head versus the voices outside your head, meaning your friends, your family, how do those kind of play in and I'm sure play off each other for you? Yeah. I mean, I think you're spot on when you talk about the voice inside your head telling you all the time, Hey, there's other things you can do. Uh, it's okay. You've done enough. I mean, I think we've talked about this before on the show, that negotiation with yourself um, and you having to fight day after day, workout after workout, meal after meal to keep yourself on the straight and narrow. Um, for me, that internal motivation has kind of always been there. Truthfully. Um, I just, as a young kid starting in sports, very, very young as you did, um, I just had this thing where I felt like, man, why do something if I'm not going to try and be the best? Like, what is the point? Am I kind of wasting my time if I'm not, you know, reaching out to the best coaches, training with the best partners? Like, I feel like, and what you said, I love what you said, talking about product of our environment, because I feel like whatever very, very minimal amounts of success that I've been able to experience, whether it be academically or athletically or personally, professionally, comes from constantly trying to be the least in the room. And by that, I mean the least intelligent, the least outgoing, you know, the, it doesn't sound very smart to say the least smart. So here we are. It's a perfect, uh, perfect example, but just being the least right. Surrounding myself with people who are just badasses. I mean, to keep it simple, I think that kind of keeps the inner voice to be unimportant. Like the inner voice is not important when the outer voices around you are constantly doing incredible things. Like all of my close friends are constantly texting me, reminding me, hey man, keep going. I just did this and I got lucky and I got a promotion or I set a record or I did this and I made this. And it's just inspiring. It's motivating. Like who needs an inner voice when all of the people in your circle are killing it? It's just a reminder, man, surround yourself with quality people, but also, you know, something we've talked about before, take it easy on yourself as well. Use that inner voice to pump yourself up, to uplift yourself sometimes because, yeah, there's definitely moments where you're talking about 630 in the morning where you have to say, hey, Donnie, get up. You got to do this. It's it's going to be hard to do it or it's going to be hard to feel the repercussions of not doing it. Either way, you got to choose your hard. Um, and I think that's something to remind yourself in just day in, day out. Just remind yourself, hey, this is hard either way. I think that's something that everybody can relate to. You can choose to do it and it's going to be hard in the process. You can choose not to, and you're going to have to deal with that after and deal with the negative feelings. And, you know, you can't feel sorry for yourself. So you might as well just, you know, do something hard. Stay hard, as David Goggins says. No, stay hard always. You you always talk about how, you know, it is the internal thing. And, and some people more so say it's the internal struggle, but it's really just a conversation. And I've never once 
felt better about not working out. Like I've never sat there and been like, yeah, I'm really glad I didn't go this morning. I'm really glad I didn't get up and go for a walk. Like I did that last two weeks ago, whatever it was, I had worked out, uh, you know, hard strength training back-to-back days. And I said, you know, I, I want to move today, but I don't want to like, I don't want to hurt myself. Like, let me just like take it easy. And that was kind of putting my foot a little bit further off the gas, but still keeping that steady pressure. And I went and walked five miles to start my morning. And it was awesome. Like I felt better that day than I had in any, you know, past days where I would have just taken a rest day. Like, you know, for me, it, it is very hard to kind of just sit down and not do something like literally and figuratively. Um, so when it comes to working out again, you know, we talk about reasons why we do it, you know, people that are, you know, people that inspire us to do it, but more so just feelings. Like it's just, for me, it's pure happiness. It's clarity. It's, you know, it's like driving without any fog. Like, you know, exactly what's in front of you, you know, as far as the eye can see, you know, my alertness is always way up. Like, even if I work out at 5.30 and I go to the work, I have nine to five, I come home, I'm still energized. I mean, it takes me a second to like, oh, let me just like catch my breath. But if I wake up at 7.30 and get two hours more of sleep, two more hours of sleep rather, and I sit at my office, I'm going to freaking fall asleep. Like, I, I need that stimulation and I need that to keep me going. And so, I don't know, it, it kind of just plays hand in hand with the internal thing. And then once you're in it, it is true is that you don't really feel like anything else is kind of in your way, you know? No, I think you're exactly right. And I think even to add to what you're saying, I love that example of waking up early before work and doing the workout. I mean, if we're talking about our personal feelings, right? What we experience, you said fog, driving without the fog. For me, that's one of the biggest reasons why I exercise. That mental fog is such a hurdle for me. I wake up in the morning, I have self-conscious thoughts. What am I going to do today? Am I going to do enough? Am I getting better? Am I doing enough? Am I learning enough? I always have those questions, right? And that, if you don't, I mean, for lack of a better term, just like work that out. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. Run that out, lift that out. If you don't clear that out of your system, man, your mood is just murdered from the morning. I mean, it's just the truth. If you, you have that negotiation, that conversation, And the little inner side of you says, you know what? You don't need to do it. Despite you listing all of those things and you knowing them in the moment, I'm going to be more energetic. I'm going to be clear minded, all of that. You still negotiate and you tell yourself, nah, I'm okay. You now let yourself down. And that hurts more than anything, right? We always talk about that, right? With parents. It's not, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed, right? That's always worse from a parent. You're getting it from yourself. You now have to have, look down at yourself and be like, I'm just disappointed in me. And nobody knows about that conversation. It'll affect everything in the morning and it'll create anxiety. For me, that just creates anxiety. I, I say this to Taryn, my significant other, all the time. I say, I just need to go work out because my brain is doing that thing. And she knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> she knows. She knows me so well. She goes, go do it. I get it. No matter what we're doing. We're watching TV. We're watching a movie. I said, my brain's doing that thing. I got to go lift. I got to go run. I got to just sweat. I got to get in the sauna. I got to do something. I got to do something hard because that feeling after those endorphins, guys, there's not much comparable to that. And for those who want to compare, I have written down here, you know, just breaking the fourth wall here, guys. We do make some notes for these podcasts sometimes, like things we want to make sure we talk about. One of mine especially is the endorphins, guys. So if you are just starting your exercise journey, all of us have eaten before. And we know how great it feels to have that phenomenal burger you've been waiting on, that pizza, the ice cream. You just feel incredible, right? There's nothing better than that. 
Most of us, I assume, have gotten maybe a massage before. You've gotten a good yoga session. And if you haven't done that, I mean, most of us, you know, when two people love each other, they do that thing where they, okay, I'm not going to go there, right? But you guys know where I'm trying to say. That's what exercise gives you. It gives you that feeling. You don't need anybody else. You just need yourself. You need your running shoes. You need some sunshine. You need a little bit of lifting. And you get that exact same feeling. I mean, if I told you that, I mean, I feel like I could get some people out of bed to start working out. So I just want to make sure I get that out there because guys, it beats anything. At the end of the day, like you want to feel good. We're simplifying all this stuff. If you want to feel good, do it. Just get out and do it. Yeah, a lot of the stuff, honestly, you you can kind of just go off of the simplicity of moving around. Like, I don't know. For me too, like I wanted to ask you this too. When others around me just simply say to me, like, hey, I admire, you know, your energy. I love your outlook. I love your positivity. You know, I think overall. There have been two points in my life. I remember when I transferred schools in high school, my junior year, I think I broke out of my original shell. I've always been outgoing. I've always been a good person to just talk to and, and me, you know, keep conversation. But that was the first shell I broke out of. The second shell I broke out of was sophomore year at Wingate, just going into it, knowing a lot of people like yourself and just kind of surrounding myself with people that I really wanted to be around and everything kind of took off. And I think that since then, the shells that I broke out of almost five years ago now is like, it's not even like close, but in the last three years, since I've been super active, that's where I think a lot of my happiness derives from. And I don't mean to say that saying that if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be happy, but I also can't imagine my life without simply going for a walk or a run or working out. You know what I mean? Like, do you tie any of your happiness to it? And if so, how does that look for you when you're able to sit there and have a conversation with just Danny and not kind of bounce your ideas off of other people. No, I, absolutely. I, I see exercise and just wellness in general, as I see you in my life, as I see Taryn in my life, as I see family in my life, like these are important things. They're priorities. They're, they're people that I want to reach out to tell them. I love them. Like make sure that that friendship, that relationship, that communication is healthy. Right at the end of the day, like if you're a friend and the only person that's reaching out is the other person, you're not doing your best to keep that relationship healthy. If you and your significant other, the only person who initiates those conversations, those hard conversations, those loving conversations is the other person, you're not doing your due diligence, right? It's the exact same thing with yourself. You have to have that exact same conversation with yourself all the time. You have to have the hard conversations. You have to care about that relationship. That is how exercise has become to me because sometimes everybody's gone right now. My parents are gone. They're out of town. Taryn's gone. She's out of town. A lot of my friends live so far away. What do I have right now? I have my two lovely, annoying cats and I have myself. I have to make sure that I'm okay. And that is where exercise comes in. It's not just clearing up the physical too. We talk about this all the time. The mental component of exercise for me personally is way more important. How I look aesthetically, great. When you get out of a workout and you get that pump and you look at yourself, you get that little boost of, uh, hey, man, I look pretty darn good today, man. You feel a little bit better. Your self-esteem goes up. But more importantly, that mental clarity, that is huge. You could, The domino effect of having a clear mental status, it, it's it's the best. I used to have a basketball coach when I was very, very young. He was named was Coach Dally, and I think I played for him when I was about 9, 10, 11. So you would assume at that age, I know from coaching kids that age, I don't know if you've had any experience working with kids that young, you're normally not having much about a mental, you know, stamina, mental fatigue, mental strength during competition. It's normally like, hey, 
you know, well, it's not time to have PB and J yet. You know, it's not time for orange slices. Like, you know, get out of crisscross applesauce. This coach is talking to us about mental strength. And one quote that he said that I'll never forget. He said, in the biggest moments, keep your mind clear. That's it. You'll remember the training. You'll remember everything we do. The mind has to be clear. Don't think about the crowd. Don't think about your parents. Don't think about me. Keep your mind clear. And that has stuck with me forever. And I've realized that nothing keeps my mind more clear than exercise. Before exams, I'd exercise. Before matches, I'd get a little exercise in. Before big days, dates, hard conversations, interviews, I'd exercise. Why? Because I know when my mind is the most clear. Why would I deprive myself of that? That's the type of care and, and concern I put into this relationship that I have with health and fitness to answer your question. I've even seen like TikToks that say, you know, if you have a fight with your partner, each of you have to work out for 30 minutes before you can resume your fight. See what I'm saying? Like that, I, I honestly want to kind of apply to my life. Not that I ever really even fight with Emily because Emily's the best. Um, she's not, she doesn't have a gun to my head right now for me to say that, but I mean, I fight um, with Terrence. So for, for all those out there, he's the only one in the perfect relationship. Okay. It's, you know, it's only him. It's only him. No, no, nothing's, nothing is perfect, but Emily's perfect. So I'll say that much. Um, my fiance. I mean, somebody cue the music. <laughs> da -dum, da -dum. <laughs> to not to, to have a very important side note. Whenever Emily walks in now, into a room i start playing that and she rolls her eyes so hard and laughs but you know that for the next however many years or how much time until we get married every time she walks into a room i literally have it on my spotify i just hold my phone up and she knows she's like oh here it comes but i can't help it just know that me and all of our listeners are also rolling our eyes but in, a, in the most loving way possible we are all yeah. lovingly rolling our eyes at old corny Dunn. yeah whatever whatever <laughs> If there's a time um, to do it, I mean, now's the time. Come you want to hear a good dad joke? I'm really going off tangent now. Oh, for this God is sakes. where we please, really Please, thrive. please. This is, what, my, this is the real content that we all need in our life. My boss at work is going to Italy for her honeymoon in a few weeks. And she's listing all the places she's going. And she's like, I'm going to Rome. I'm going to Venice. I'm going to Nice. Have any of you ever been to Nice? And I was like, I have a niece. And everybody stopped and looked at me. And... Our like one of our main like executive like people like she's really big time at our organization. She turned at me and literally started like laughing her head off. And I'm like, all right, like I got one person to really laugh. And then everybody said, you know, I don't know if it was pretty laughs. I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Come on. That's not my best work. But even today, today when I worked out. Um, shout out to Russ. Cause I know Russ is going to listen to this. Uh, I was deadlifting and I put two plates on today. I put two twenty five, and I, I crushed it and I'm, you know, building from the ground up and we were putting the two blues on and Russ was like, Ooh, two blues. And I was just like, blues, blues. I'm feeling the blues today. Uh, uh, blue bloods. Like I was doing all the blues and I'm sure everybody in there, including Emily, was like, shut the hell up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't help myself, though. Like, that's what if makes there's me any feel. If there's anything people want during their hardest part of their workout, the deadlift, it's to hear a nice little dad joke in the back of their ear <laughs> I couldn't help it. Like, it was too easy. I'm like, oh, Blue's Clues. Double I mean, to blues. be honest, I bet everybody there was hitting PRs because they were just channeling the then anger guy, they had at you for that joke. This guy hopped into up on their the platform way. and he threw his blues on. I said, oh, it's Team Blues today. And everybody was go. laughing. I'm like, hey, God I don't blues. make the rules. But um, nah, man, that was a good little, that was a good sidetrack. 
I, I like when we sidetrack a little bit. Um, look, overall, Danny, let, let's be honest t- to not even really harp on this much because you know, it, it's going to be really, I, I think it's going to be cool once we get other people on here as guests to kind of go off of their core motivations and what, you know, makes them, you know, click and what makes them kind of ride when it comes to their routines. We're, I know that you're one of my biggest motivations and I feel like we both share that. So as you stare at your cat right now and distract me, I'm going to smile I mean, thank, and laugh because that was Thank so God cute. I have the, the microphone so on cute. mute. I mean, the microphone's on mute because she screamed at me about seven times during this podcast. <laughs> when I, I saw her kind of come in the corner and kind of just park it, that was really cute. I'm not a cat I mean, person either, but... I get it, man. I love my cats. You know I'm a cat guy. I really don't get it. I, I, I'm i a dog person through and through. I don't understand okay. how you like cats, but I'll I mean, have a dog your here cats soon. are great. They are great. They're little your dogs. Are great. I mean, they come and lay on you. They just like, they purr, yeah. you know, just everything. That's nice. fair. Everything's what I was going to say is to tie everything together is that it's nice to know that we are tangible motivators for each other. Like to know that I could text you or know that you could text me and we could easily just pour it into each other. And, and, you know, people always say like, Oh, like don't let other people's opinions, whatever. No, it feels good when other people lift you up. Like, let's not be crazy about that. You know what I mean? Like when you get affirming words, that's awesome. Like why, why should you have to hide from that? And I feel like that's what, for me, really, when you just get one or two words, it's like, all right, that's not what it's like. I didn't know what I needed until I had it. No, I'm, I'm, I, tr- I truthfully couldn't agree more. I mean, I I think there's just something about the journey of, of getting better at something as well that I think is just so great. I mean, I just hear so many successful people talking about that growth journey, learning, getting better, improving, going through the hard stuff like that is just what makes us human. People aren't able to do that type of stuff. And I think, you know, that's the beautiful journey of this life. Just, and, and guys, for those who are listening, reminder, if you are just starting this journey, like, please understand starting like what Donnie just said, starting from the ground up, that was everybody at some point. We all started from zero. We all started with no experience. We all held that, had that self-conscious feeling when we went into the gym for the first time. We've all had that guys. You are not alone. You're not on an Island. Um, at some times, you know, you just need to push yourself. You just need to push yourself a little bit harder. You need to eat a little better. You need to work a little harder. You need to have a little bit more discipline. Just push yourself. See where it goes. Um, and this is, you know, you talk about going off tangent. One thing that I have to finish with, guys, I just have to. I talk about you eating must. better. I-, I texted you just now because yes. I'm going to let everybody know th- this had to be the last thing you said. It, it, it has to be. If you guys don't follow me, and I probably mentioned this on, I probably plug my Instagram on every episode. And you know what? I'm going to keep doing it. It's at Danny Breezy Two Wise. You know where to find me. Follow my stories because I just purchased last week a Ninja Creamy. And for those who are on TikTok heavily, I am not one of them. Thank God my girlfriend is. Ninja Creamies have been absolutely just making their rounds on everybody's for you pages, apparently. And what it is, is it's basically an ice cream maker gelato maker smoothie bowl maker how it works is they give you a little plastic container you put your little mixture in for example mine today was just a protein shake i just mix milk two scoops of protein powder a little bit of greek yogurt gave it a little froth with my milk frother that i use for my coffee but thank god it's like industrial powered so it mixes everything up put it in the freezer for about 12 to 24 hours they say 24 realistically you need probably about 12 hours i mean like 24 is a bit long 12 hours you put it in you take it out you put it in this machine you lock it You click gelato, and about two minutes later, you have protein shake ice cream sitting right in front of you. And you can do this with anything, fruit, 
anything that you'd normally put in a smoothie, you just chuck it in this thing, put a little bit of liquid, put it in the freezer. And in 12 hours, you've got a delicious treat with way less nonsense in it like you would grab from the store. I mean, nothing made me feel better, Donnie, than getting back from my workout today. I just got out of the sauna. I drank some water, some electrolytes. I was parched. I wanted something. I wanted my protein shake. But instead, I made a Biscoff cookie butter protein ice cream. I mean, you son of a gun. Come on. You can't be that. so good. Guys, people talk about being healthy is hard. No. No, 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 I'm making it very, very easy. And like I said, go follow me. Keep up with these recipes. We're going to do this together, guys. We're going to get fit while still having our sweet tooth. Look, I don't know if there's any better way to ever close out a sentence than saying, let's stay fit and let's eat ice cream because I'm literally about to go get ice cream right now. And it's not an inch of creamy. So uh, calories, you didn't hear this. Um, Wow. All right. That was my endorsement. That was literally your endorsement for me to now buy that. So Emily and I can have plenty of recipes. And if you have any suggestions, please text me. Absolutely. And Ninja, if you're out there, I mean, this is an unpaid ad. I mean, guys, this is going to be listened by lots of people. I mean, lots of people are going to hear this, Ninja. You got to throw us a few bucks, man. Throw my boy a free cream. I mean, come on, let's get it going here. I'll, I'll spam their inbox if you will. Of course I will. We make a three-person group chat, you, me, and Ninja, and we just... Here's my challenge to all of our listeners. When we post this in the coming little bit of time, I don't know exactly when, but whenever we post this, I need you guys to... Friday morning. I need you guys to just spam the comments. Post it on your story. Tag Ninja. Let's all get creamies. Creamies for our listeners. I mean, what's better than a Sweat Today creamy for every Sweat Today follower? All right, we'll get one for... Let me get one first. For Don C first, and then the rest, and then Don we're working C on it, first. guys. But Don C we'll first, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. We'll feel how it is. But um, that was good, man. I love talking about uh, core motivators and and things that keep us going. But I especially love tying it up with ice cream. So um, you're damn right. That made my day. That was episode three. That's Danny B. This is Donnie C. Episode three of Sweat Today podcast. In the books, have some ice cream. Peace. Peace. Peace.